Hi, this is Sherry at the Intentional Home Podcast, where I share tips and resources to help you live with intention and purpose. This is episode number three, and today we're going to be talking about three apps that I use to help me stay organized. Now, before I get into these particular apps that I like to use, I do want to just share that when I look at a tool that I want to use, one thing that I want to make sure is that it is something that I can use not only on my phone and on my tablet, but also on desktop. There are a ton of apps out there that you can use, but a lot of them, you can only use them on your phone. And while I'm a pretty good typer, I am not very fast on my phone. And so having an option that allows me to log in on my desktop and type in the information, if I have a lot of information I want to put in there, it's just an easier way for me to do that. And I don't get as frustrated and feel like I'm spending all of my time just trying to get the information into the app. So just a prerequisite that that is one thing that I do consider um, before I look at a tool or an app that I want to use. So the three apps that I'm going to look at today are Google Calendar, Evernote, and Wonderlist. So the first one is Google Calendar. Um, I guess it's not really an app. I mean, it's a, it's a program. It's free that you can get online and access along with a lot of other Google products. But Google Calendar is something that you can access on all of your devices. There are apps that you can put on your phone and on your tablets and on any kind of device, whether it's iOS or Android. And the one thing I love about it is that I can take my calendar with me wherever I go. If I'm out and about and I um, am at the doctor's office or the chiropractor or the dentist and I need to make an appointment, I can pull out my phone, pull up the calendar, and I can easily see uh, if I've got an opening at the time that they want to set an appointment. So that's one thing I love about the Google Calendar is that I can take it with me wherever I go. Another thing I love about it is I can set items to repeat. So I'll get into this a little bit more later when I talk about how I use Google Calendar, but you can actually put in like a to-do type item and have it repeat like every week or once a month or twice a year, whatever you want to put in there. But I love that, that it allows me to do that. And then also it's free, as I mentioned before. So what I use Google Calendar for, one one way I use it is to put in some to-do items. If there are things that need to be done on a certain day or things that I want to accomplish, I will go ahead and create it as an all-day event on my Google Calendar, and I went ahead and created a calendar called To Do, and that way it's one color, and it's easy to see my to-dos for that day. So to-do items, the first way I use it. Another way is for cleaning tasks. I do set up my cleaning calendar in Google Calendar just because it's easy to set up recurring items, like, for example, um, your weekly cleaning tasks like cleaning the bathrooms or washing the sheets or vacuuming, um, things like that that happen on a regular basis and also more seasonal type items like 
changing out your furnace filters. I have that put in to remind me like every three months or so to change out the furnace filters. So for cleaning tasks is one other way you can use that. Appointments, obviously, you can use them to record any kind of appointments that you or your family has. Meal planning is another uh, way that I use Google Calendar. Because of the recurring option, I actually went in quite a while ago now, but I went in and I think created like a whole month with different a different menu or dinner menu for each day. And then I just set it to repeat every month. So it works great because it allows me just to know real easily what I'm planning for dinner that night. But it can be a drawback because then you can kind of get stuck in a rut and not rotate some new recipes in. So that meal planning is an option that you can use the Google Calendar for. And then, of course, just your daily schedule. I like to block schedule where I schedule blocks of time, like for our homeschool, blocks of time when I work on my blog, um, blocks of time, you know, just for free time or family time. So you can block those out in Google Calendar as well. So I'm going to include some links in the show notes to some blog posts that I've done and and a video on using Google Calendar. Um, I will put those in the show notes so that you can have those to, to go look up some more information on how to use Google Calendar. So the second app I want to talk about is Evernote. Evernote is kind of like a, it's kind of like a word processor, like Microsoft Word. You can type into it and format text and uh, do all different kinds of things, insert pictures, insert files. And then it also allows you to organize them into folders and into notebooks. And you can use it for all different kinds of things. But again, this app meets my criteria of working on all devices, whether iOS or Android. It also um, has a desktop app so that you can pull it up on your desktop and type. So it fits all of my requirements for an app that I want to use. So what I use Evernote for, I have a lot of different things I use it for. My Evernote uh, account is pretty large, has a lot of different things, but I use it to keep personal records, like things like the my kids' height and weight, um, things like that. Uh, I use it for homeschool planning. For each year, I go in and create files for each of the kids and what they're going to be studying. I create checklists so I know what needs to be done each day. Lots of different things for homeschool planning. Blog-related content. I keep copies of all my blog posts in there. I have a, a form that I use to keep track of all my stats. Just a lot of different things that are blog-related. Recipes. I don't use this a lot for recipes, but I know some have shared that they do. And they keep folders for specific, you know, like main dishes, desserts, breakfasts, um, breads, you know, however you want to divide up your recipes. And they keep um, notes under each of those in those folders with recipes that they found online. So that's a fun way that you can keep all your recipes together if you like to store them online like that. My goals, I use it as one kind of a place to store some of my goals that I want to work on, personal goals, business goals, um, different goals I have for homeschooling things. So I use that to 
to set goals. And then also I use it to store um, website links, you know, important websites that I want to go to, things like that. So as you can see, Evernote is a, a widely uh, diverse app. You can really use it for a lot of different things. You can customize it and use it for what works best for you. The last app I want to look at is Wonderlist. And it also meets all the criteria. It's free. It works on all devices, on iOS and Android, and on the desktop as well. Um, what I like to use Wonderlist for is to kind of keep track of to-do lists or projects that I want to work on. Um, sometimes when I think of something that I want to get done, I don't really have a place to put it. I don't want to put it on my calendar because I'm not ready to really start doing it. And so I will put it into Wonderlist and I'll actually write the name of the project or whatever I want to do. And then I'll actually under that go in and import a whole list of step-by-step -step items of things I want to get done, kind of just brain dump everything I can think of. And then I have folders in there for home and personal and for my blog, so I can kind of separate out the projects so I can easily see the kinds of things I want to get done. And then what I do is every week, when I have my weekly review on Saturday morning, I sit down with my calendar and my uh, bullet journal, and I go in and look at my project list that I have in Wonderlist, and I decide if there's any of those projects that I want to get some work done on that week. And if I do, then I'll go in and pick out which line item, which individual step that I want to do, and I'll add that in my bullet journal. I'll add it to that week. And my, I'll, I'll include a link to a post about how I am using a bullet journal for my weekly planning. But anyway, it, it's just a nice way for me to have those lists out of my head and then allows me to go in and enter those in to my calendar each week and work away at getting those projects done. And then once I get them done, I go back in Wonderlist and check off that I've gotten those, those steps done. And then the next week I can go in and choose some more. So that is how I've been using Wonderlist to keep track of kind of some to-do items. Now, those are just three different apps that you can use there. I tried to think of the ones that I use the most and almost daily, and these were the three that really came to my mind, so I thought I would just share on those today. I know there's a lot more out there and a lot of different options. There's a lot of different types of to-do list apps that you can find, but again, I wanted something that I can access on the desktop as well as mobile devices so that I could easily go in and type changes or add content if I want to easily and I have to be plucking away on my phone. So that is all I'm going to share today. I hope that you have learned something new and maybe you want to give one or all three of these apps a try and helping you stay organized and be more productive. So thank you again for joining me here at the Attentional Home Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Intentional Home Podcast in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. For more information about my podcast and for the show notes with links to blog posts and some of the resources that I mentioned in this episode, 
you can go to my podcast page at sherrygram.com forward slash podcast. Thank you and have a wonderful day.